Well, good morning, Derby City Church. So good to hear from the Powell family this morning. And it's been amazing just to hear some of the church family this year, able to share their story, how they've come to know Jesus, what God's been doing um, in their life. And uh, just amazing to see uh, the Powell family share with us this morning. But I hope you are all doing well and have had a good week. If you've had a good week, great. If you have had a bad week, that's okay. Um, you are here streaming into our service. And I pray right now that you will just know more about Jesus. You'll just know more who Jesus is in your life. And I just pray that the power of the Holy Spirit will just come into you right now, into your homes as we just share the word, as we unpack more who Jesus is. And yeah, I just pray for every single one of you that are streaming into our service this morning, that you'll just know the mighty love of God and uh, just how amazing he is. We are uh, going to focus in John. We've been in the Gospel of John over the past couple of months as we've looked at the miraculous signs, the statements of Jesus. And we're in the same chapter that we were in last week, John chapter 11. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, um, an amazing, miraculous sign. This was ultimately the sign which leads Jesus to the cross, where he fulfills all the signs that, that has been already been done. He's healed um, the, the man born blind. He's healed the paralyzed. He's changed water into wine. All these signs that we've focused on over the past um, few months, and he fulfills it all on the cross. And um, in the heart of this passage of John chapter 11, where Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, he says these extraordinary words, these uh, just extraordinary words of who he claims himself to be. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And that's what we're going to focus on this morning. Just a bit of context of what's happening in John chapter 11. We have a family of two sisters and a brother who are very close friends of Jesus. And um, the sisters find that Lazarus, the brother, has been really sick, doesn't look like he's going to make it. So they send word uh, for Jesus to let him know, believing that he will come straight away, believing that he will come to heal Lazarus. But he doesn't. Jesus stays where he is, um, about a day's travel from where the sisters uh, are, and he just waits for, for a couple of days there. And I'm, I'm sure the sisters would be thinking a little bit, why, why is Jesus not coming? Why, why is he not coming? Our, our brother is, is about to die. Why is he not going to come and heal him? But it was all for a greater purpose. Jesus knew that Lazarus was about to die, but he knew that death was not the end, and he was going to show this in this, in this miraculous sign, which we focused on last week. And uh, the passage that I'm going to um, be looking on is from John 11, verse 17 to 32. So if you've got your Bibles open, that's where we'll be. And we see in the first verse of verse 17, um, verse 17, Jesus arrives and finds that the brother Lazarus has been in the tomb now for four days. Jesus knew what he was doing. We know that. And he, he knew the culture. He knew what people believed. And if we look into it, I looked into this a little bit more. Why four days? Why, was, why did Jesus wait so long? It was believed at the time 
that the Jewish people um, would think that um, after three days, the soul of the body would be gone. Therefore, no hope at all that the body would come back to life. Because that, that was their belief. And Jesus knew that. But he purposely waited that long to show who he really was. See, the thought of Lazarus being raised back to life after being in the tomb for so long was just an, in, an impossible thought. To raise someone who had been dead for a few days was just a possibility that escaped Martha and Mary and many other people at the time. And Jesus says in verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Jesus goes on to ask this all-important question to Martha. Do you believe this? Do you believe? And that is a question for us today. Do you believe? Do you believe this statement that Jesus claims himself to be, that I am the resurrection and the life? See, along with all the other gospel accounts, it's all focused on the ministry, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. And John's purpose um, in his account is clear, as it says in John 20, verse 31, that these miraculous signs are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. See, when we focus on Jesus when we have our hearts open to Jesus, when we begin to explore and understand who he is, it changes us. He changes us. He awakens us. Even when we feel like we're in the very depths of the earth, he speaks new life. When we believe life is over, Jesus is with us. Jesus is personal and he is the resurrection and he is the life and he is in your homes. He is right with you today and the power of Christ is even inside of you today. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Therefore, today I want to say this, we can rise again. We can rise again. Jesus says to Martha, your brother will rise again. And these two words, I just want to speak over this church family today. Rise again. Rise again. This statement that Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life, makes him the very source of resurrection and all life. See, the voices of the world say, you can't do it. Give up. You are done. You're not good enough. You failed. You're not qualified. It's over. It's too late. It's finished. The voice of Jesus says, rise. Because I have called you. Because I love you. I have chosen you. I have redeemed you. And because I am the resurrection and the life, you will rise again. Believe in my name. Believe in who I am and live. Believe in me and you will not die. Rise again. The time is right now. The time is right now today. Rise again. See, the sisters thought the time had gone. They thought the time had gone. If we look in the verse 21 and verse 32, the sisters say this very same words to Jesus. Lord, if you had been here, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. I can imagine Mary and Martha having these conversations like, why, 
Why is Jesus not here? If only he would be here. We wouldn't be going through so much pain, going through so much grief, so much heartache. If only he came. It looked like Jesus was too late. It wasn't too late. It was all planned the exactly the, the way it was meant to. And I want to say to you today, it's not too late. It's not too late. Time has not gone. The time is right now. You can rise. Rise again. Jesus is present, which means resurrection and life is present. I just want to focus on a few things in this passage. We're going to look a little bit of Mary, Martha, and we're going to look at the hope of Jesus as I come to a close later on. And the first thing I want to say to you this morning is that if you are to rise, then we need to fall at the feet of Jesus. Let's look at the fall of Mary. In verse 32, when Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet. She fell at his feet. And we see a few verses earlier, verse 29, that as Jesus was asking, she was, he was asking for Mary, she got up and quickly ran to him. Mary broke the rule. She broke the rule because it was said that morning um, they had to stay at home for a week. They, they were not allowed to leave the, leave the home if they were grieving. And she was with people, but she was not allowed to leave. But she heard Jesus asking for her and she broke the rule. She got out of her home and she ran in desperate need for Jesus. You can have many people around you as, you as you want to comfort you. But there's always something that you need a little bit more. Jesus fulfills all of that. Jesus is the God of all comfort. And Mary knew that. She had to just run and desperately get to him. Are you hurt today? Are you confused? Maybe angry, frustrated, broken, helpless, hopeless? Well, Jesus is asking for you. He's asking for you. Even when you think, God, are you bothered? God, do you not see my situation? Do you not see my pain that I'm going through? Do you care? Why are you not here? He's asking for you. Jesus is asking for you. Because Jesus cares. And you can break through morning when you hear the call from Jesus. He calls your name. You don't have to sit on your own. You don't have to dwell in heartache. You don't have to face the battles of life on your own. Jesus is asking for you. You can get up and you can run. And you can run towards Jesus. And when you get to Jesus, I want to say to you, you need to fall at the feet of Jesus this morning. See, Mary is a, just a great example of how we should follow Jesus we see that this position of falling at the feet of Jesus was, this was not the, only, the first time she's done it before. The first time we see her in this position is um, as she learns from Jesus in the, in the Gospel of Luke. While Martha is busy in the, in the kitchen doing all the things, getting everything sorted, Mary's the one sat learning from the teachings of Jesus. Further on in John chapter, John chapter 12, Mary comes in, comes in the room with this, expensive perfume, probably entire life's wages, and she pours it at the feet of Jesus. And in this passage, we see out of her desperate need and love for Christ, she falls at his feet in surrender 
as she believes that he could have saved her brother if he was there sooner. Her loving brother was gone. It seemed to be over. She wouldn't be able to speak to him, hear his voice again. Lazarus had been sick, which led to his physical death, but Jesus shows that death is not the end. He begins to show that death has no hold over who he is. I am the resurrection and the life. And this particular I am saying is a personal invitation to hope, salvation, new life, and eternity. And we can come and accept this invitation just as we are today. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter your background, your upbringing, your circumstance. It doesn't matter what you've done this week. You can just come right now and fall at the feet of Jesus just as you are. See, if we are to rise again from circumstances that are taking a hold of us, from the lies of the enemy, from the sin that is corrupting our lives, if we are to rise again, we need to fall. And I want to encourage you, if you are going to fall, fall at the feet of Jesus. Because the fall at the feet of Jesus is the fall to resurrection. You shall rise again. You shall rise again. A new life can come when we choose to follow that example of Mary by willing to fall at his feet. We may go through times in life having these same thoughts just like Mary and Martha had. If only he would have been here sooner. If God could have only intervened in this situation to make it better. Why is God waiting for things to get worse? Why is God making things worse? That's what it can seem like at times. But in the good and the bad times of life, we need to put aside our thoughts and our opinions of what we think God should be doing and know that there is a greater plan. There is a greater purpose, a greater life working behind what we see. We have a God who is greater. The fall at the feet of Jesus is an act of submission to the one who knows more than what we do. We don't know it all. Sometimes we think we do, but we don't. Jesus is the resurrection and the life, the creator of life. He knows all. He has a greater plan, a greater purpose for your life, even when it's not going your way, even when you feel like, I don't understand, I don't get it. Just fall at the feet of Jesus in surrender because he knows more than we do. The word resurrection in Greek is anastasis, which means to stand or rise up. Of course, this is profoundly used for the fact that God raised Jesus from the dead and at the last judgment, we too will rise. But we need to know that this message is for right now, today. See, Isaiah had prophesied that the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. The light has come. The light is here. The light is in us so we can stand today because Christ is in us. Zechariah sang, the coming Redeemer has shone on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. The resurrection power of Jesus is for right now, is for now, not just after we have died. It has enabled us to stand again, even through the most difficult and darkest days. 
Today, no matter your circumstance, whatever is consuming you, taking a hold of your life, let God cause you to stand as you fall at his feet. You can rise in your life. You can think new thoughts again. You can have joy. You can have peace. You can dream. You can stand up. You can believe again. I am the resurrection and the life. Fall at the feet of Jesus and rise again. Secondly, if you are to rise again, we need to believe in the resurrection. Let's look at the faith of Martha. In verse 21, she says the very same words. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. See, Martha is well known for being too busy to sit with Jesus. As Mary sat at his feet in the Gospel of Luke, learning from him, Martha's distracted just getting all the things sorted for Jesus. But here in this passage, we see a woman of deep faith. She expresses disappointment, but she speaks words of faith. And her words of faith are words that Jesus longs for from us today. See, Martha believed that Jesus could have healed Lazarus when he was sick. And just like Mary, she would have been confused, heartbroken, But she expressed that she would still trust in his will. Verse 22, I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Her faith in his power wasn't shaken. An amazing example of faith that we can learn from. Even though my loved one has gone, even though it has not gone my way, even when it seems I seem to be going on a roll with one bad thing after another, I'm still going to put my trust in Jesus. She believed. Martha believed. She believed that Jesus is the Christ. She believed that Jesus is the Son of God. However, she was unaware. She was unaware that resurrection was standing right in front of her. Unaware that resurrection was in her very presence. Resurrection was down as an event, not as a person. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Even when Jesus said the words, your brother will rise again, she believed Lazarus would rise, but not, but not until, not until the, all the righteous on the last day. That possibility of her brother being raised to life right now in this moment had escaped her. The words of Jesus in the message translation says, you don't have to wait till now. I am right now. I am right now resurrection, and I am right now life. I want to let you know today that the resurrection is personal, and it is all in and all through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Whatever life you have been living Living in the ways of the world, consumed by the patterns of the world. Living in sin, in darkness, in in brokenness. Your situation can, can be as far as gone as Lazarus. But this can change today because resurrection is personal. Resurrection is for now. When it looks like it's too late. When it looks like I'm done. When it looks like I can't change my life around. It's too late. I can't do it. I can't get up. If you are watching, if you are living, if you are breathing, it is not too late for Jesus to come into your life and change you so you can rise again.
You can choose faith, which changes everything. Changes everything. And as followers of Jesus, we believe, we believe that today he is living, he is active, and so the very presence of God is with you. And as Jesus says these words, I am the resurrection and the life, it means now, in this moment, that he is present, which means resurrection is present. So you can rise today. Because Christ is present and Christ is in you, which gives us the power to rise against, against all odds, you can rise. See, not too long after this miraculous sign of raising Lazarus from the dead, did Jesus show the power of resurrection right in himself. The Bible says that we have fallen, that we have sinned, we have been separated from God, and because the penalty of sin is death, God purposely placed Jesus into, into this world to take that penalty for us. He took on all the sin of the world, all on, on himself. John further writes, there is no greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus paid it all. But what is it that keeps the Christian faith alive today? It was all on what happened a few days later. Jesus raised to life. See, as soon as you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the power of the Holy Spirit comes into your life. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And so whoever believes in Jesus has a spiritual life that death cannot conquer or diminish in any way. The same power that conquered the grave lives in you. So you can rise again. Rise again as you believe in the resurrection of Jesus. It is all personal. He is right with you today. Fall at his feet. Fall at his feet. Believe in the resurrection. Finally, I want to say, you can rise again as you hear the hope of eternity. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Death is ultimately our enemy. It either comes without warning or it announces its arrival and slowly creeps towards us in, in, in such a torturous way. Either way, we have not managed to defeat it. The truth is, for many, is that death does leave its sting. It hurts those who are left behind. Death can be a fierce enemy. It can destroy not just the body, but relationships. It can be feared. It wants to be feared. But it does not have the last word. It does not have the last word. It is only Jesus who can say it is finished. And as Jesus was on that cross, he said the very words, not I am finished, but it is finished. With his last breath, it is finished. And in the Greek, that means to telestai, which is paid in full. Jesus eliminated the debt of mankind and brought hope to the world. 
This hope continues to stand today because of the work of Jesus Christ. The world needs to hear this amazing hope. The world at the moment is in hope for a vaccine. The world at the moment is in hope for things to be back to normal. But they need to hear the greatest hope of all, the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope of eternity, the hope of life forever with him. Can you hear the hope of eternity? He says, whoever lives and believes in me will never die. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Paul says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Yes, one day we will all come to face death. Our physical bodies will die. Lazarus did eventually die. But it is not the end. The new is here. Christ is here. Resurrection is here. Life is here. Rise again as you fall at the feet of Jesus. Rise again as you believe in the resurrection. Rise again as you hear the hope of eternity. Jesus is resurrection. Jesus is life. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the creator of all life. So he can restore life. We can have hope today. We can have joy and peace today. We can rejoice and be glad because of the saving work of Jesus. As I come to a close, I just want to read these amazing words from David in, in Psalm 16. David writes, my heart is glad. And my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. Nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Let me finish with this question Jesus said to Martha. Do you believe? Do you believe? I am the resurrection and the life. We're going to sing this amazing song. Mighty to save. Our God is mighty to save. And I want you to know today, for those of you who are maybe streaming for the first time, hearing about Jesus for the first time, I want you to know that God loves you he loves you so much. It doesn't matter about what you have done. It doesn't matter about your past. Right now, you can rise because God loves you. And he's just calling you. He's asking for you. You can fall at his feet and just lay it all down. You can believe in the resurrection Jesus is resurrection and it's personal and it's today it's for now you can rise Jesus went on the cross for you to take all of that wrong all of that shame all that sin and he conquered the grave he died and he rose 
from death because it was impossible for death to keep him down. That's the power of God. And that same power lives in you so you can rise again. And the hope stands today. The hope stands of eternity that we can be with him forever. So you can have peace today. You can have joy today. I would love it if you accepted Jesus into your life. And trust me, believe me, we've heard people share stories about it this year, that it just changes us. It changes us so much. And it's the best decision that you'll ever make. Just taking these words as the band sing it over us right now. God is mighty to save. And wherever you are right now, he can save you. No matter what you have done, he can save you and you can rise.